have to mention that. Podcast numero 50. Oh, it's been a while now. I can't remember how to start. Um, What a way to make a comeback on podcast yeah. number 50. Halfway to 100. Half a century of podcasts. And it seems like half a century since we did a podcast. Yeah. Actually, I was going to look up and see when we last did a podcast. I think it was like February time. Yeah, and it was a, a wee update to sort of be like, oh yeah, we're oh, not yeah, dead, we're, we'll come we're, back yeah. soon. <laughs> we're going to start getting back on this podcast thing. And uh, yeah, so since then, our Twitter account has been suspended. Uh, Which is disappointing. Yeah, but it's because of teeth brushing tunes. We we put music up there and that's copyrighted. Forgot that was a thing. So uh, I mean... We did it in jest. Yeah, that's what I told the Twitter people. I was like, guys, we meant no harm, okay? You can take those videos down, but please give us our account account back. back. So yeah. Paul Clark followed us on that account. So did Frank. But like we were thinking anyway of maybe rebranding. Like this would still be the Skit Twins podcast, but we might just call ourselves like Judith and Chloe or Chloe and Judith or something. Let us know your thoughts. Should Should we change our names from Skit Twins to something else? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what have we been up to since, like, February? Not a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Much the same. Training and... Training? I mean, we were doing... We did um an, the exercise referral course. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to repeat my exam again for the third time. Third time lucky. Um, Hopefully that'll be in September, which is, like, the end of this week, but sometime in September. And then I will be qualified! I still have to do some online stuff, but... Oh, I'm wait, no, I have to do that too. I'm hoping that I'll sort of have motivation to do that at some stage. Yeah. We're going back to college in September to do our level three personal training. So we'll be able to like personally train you. Oh yeah, we could do it online, like like the Fit Twins uh, training. Yeah, but we're actually now Tandem Twins. Oh yeah, we've changed that. So uh, we rebranded that one. Yeah, just to sort of suit more to our triathlon specific. Nice segue or nice transition, should I say? Ha! <laughs> because that's what you do in triathlon. Yeah. So we've done three races so far. Uh, in the past two weeks, we did Garton, Letterkenny, and as in Garton is in Letterkenny. Just sort of trying to broaden it out. We did Castlewell and. And then we did the Kilray Aquathon. Chloe's looking at me because I keep fiddling with my shoelaces. Yeah. Also, get your feet off my bed. It's, it's on the wooden bed. It's still on my bed. Okay, I'm coming down the floor. So, I'm going to shift this down here. And hope it doesn't fall down. So, we did those three races. Um, so, our triathlons are 750 metre swim, 20 kilometre bike and a 5k run. Thought we were going to sort of... Sw- Sorry, sorry, I thought there. you were just taking over there. Um, and the aquathon we did yesterday, aka the 29th of August, is... That was a kilometre swim and a five kilometre run. Although, in fairness, if you want to be pedantic, Castle Welland Triathlon, that was a 1k swim. A 22 kilometre bike. <laughs> and almost a six kilometre run. So, you know, triathlons. Just a rough estimate of the distances, really. <laughs> Roughly, roughly seven hundred and fifty and twenty and five, but yeah, it. I I just give me your race report for um. Will we say Castlewell and or will we say Garton first. Garton was just a warm up race. However, for all three races, I have to say that my swimming has come along delightfully well. In that I can now swim in open water without absolutely 
panicking and crying. There was no crying over the past three races. It's been absolutely incredible. I think wherever you are right now, you should give Judith a wee fist pump or a wee round of applause. A wee fist pump where you are. That would be great. Thank you. Or like, you don't even have to put it up in the air. Just like, just clench your fists and sort of go, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Do that. Um, And if, if you yourself are afraid of anything, whether it's open water swimming or just swimming in general, Suck it up. <laughs> Is that your advice? That's my advice. Not even like mind over matter or no, anything um, like that. Just suck it up. I think that what, what helped me was last summer. We just spent days in Donegal in the water. Um, and we just, I just sort of sat there floating going, why am I scared of this? I'm not really, am I? And then... I uh, I started dunking my face and getting comfortable with that. And here we are now. I can swim a kilometre. <laughs> Good. Good. I sort of... My swimming has also come along in that I can swim fully now without freaking out at all. It used to be sort of like I'd get maybe 200 metres in and then be like, okay, right, okay, we did 200 metres, that's fine. Just need to recalibrate here. Right? Regroup. 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 <laughs> Okay, right, we're good to go again. Um, the one time I didn't do that was Saturday where we were just dumped in along with everybody else. Because um, normally with para triathlon, we're put in after everybody or before everybody. Um, but yeah, Saturday we weren't. We were just dumped in with the other 300 competitors. And uh, yeah, it was quite terrifying. People trying to swim through your tether, someone on top of you. I got punched you in, in the face. face. Yeah, I got elbowed and kicked in the face and stuff. And that's what um, kind of put me off. I was like, um... No, I don't. I don't really like this, you know. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, just to sort of, I I know we've probably discussed this before, but uh, because we're visually impaired, we are para triathletes. We are. We um we we have to swim tethered. So my tether is. <laughs> you said wee wee. wee, wee. <laughs> I was trying to be really professional. <laughs> We have to swim tethered. My tether is around my waist and my guide Leona's waist and then like a wee bit of stretchy stuff in between. Um, Can I say what mine is? Yep. Um, so me and my guide Catherine, we are tethered at the thigh, which we find a lot easier um, with stretchy stuff. It's not easy swimming with a guide though, it's in fairness. Like I know that... I, 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 don't, I don't know, maybe I could do it on my own. I don't know. Probably not, um, but it, it's it's tricky. <laughs> yeah, I found that yesterday it was sort of our best swim in terms of synchronisation, yeah, because like normally, well on Saturday especially, I kept on drifting away and that's really, it's really annoying yeah. whenever you've got a tether on because you can feel it pulling and then you're like, oh flip, you have to, and then you have to try and... You're, swim you're swimming ways. You're swimming forward, but you're trying to swim diagonally, and it just tires you out. But similarly, if you're swimming too close to each other, you're hitting off each other. You're hitting off each other. You're bumping into each other. You're sort of staving your fingers because you're bumping into them. I stuck my finger up my guide's nose. <laughs> sorry, Catherine. I am so sorry. I was mortified when it happened. <laughs> I felt my finger go up there, and I was like, oh, no, that's not where that goes. I've just been elbowed in the face a few times by Leona, but I'm sort of like, mm, probably my fault. <laughs> but I think we've got our synchronization fairly good. Like, I know that whenever I put my arm in, I'm always looking out of the corner of my eye to see. She has like an orange wee strip on the wrist of her wetsuit. Yeah. So I'm constantly looking for that wee orange stripe and I'm like, right, okay. And then if I sort of get distracted, then I would tend to float off. But it's not really, I don't, 
think it really tires me out. Maybe I'm just sort of like, mm, this is just the way things are now. <laughs> like it doesn't tire me out, but like I'm sure like in the long run it would if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But um yesterday but at the lake it was really cloudy. Like I could only see Catherine if I was I'd say thirty centimetres away from the same her. as me. I couldn't see her. So I was just constantly looking up to try and sight the boy to be like, right, if I know that it's there then I'll be swimming in the right direction. I won't be drifting away. Oh I just kept bumping into her and I was like, Oops, sorry but like Every under time. the water, under the water, so it was like sorry. Whoops! <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> there was a guy and he tried to swim. Oh. There was a guy that he tried to swim over the top of us, and I just went no. <laughs> <laughs> the number of times I went whoop, <laughs> literally me just whoop wrong way. <laughs> I do that all the time. If you are a para swimmer who can't see and swims tethered, please let us know. Do you also apologise under the water? <laughs> Even if you're not, I think I do that just in the swimming pool and I'm not tethered to anyone in the I pool. I do that. I will be like, oops. You know the way, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you get to the wall and you go to turn and push off again and you're like, you're not 100% sure if that guy there is going to go and you push off, but just as you push off, you realise he was going to go. Yeah. Do you go, I go up the pool going, ah, oh, oops, oh, sorry, oh man, I feel so bad, but like fully under the water going, ah, oh, darn it, I feel so bad, sorry. <laughs> there was one time at the pool where I was coming down to the end and I was sort of like, oh, this guy's, he's going to let, like, he's not doing anything, so I'll just head on. As I pushed off, he went, oh, where you go? And I was like, the bounce. <laughs> I literally tried to turn around, thank him, but my head was already under the water, so it just looked like I was half drowning myself. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I spent the whole time going up the pool going, no, he was definitely not, he wasn't going to go anyway. He wasn't, was he being sarcastic when he said, away you yeah, go? Just really sassy. What way do I, and then, yeah, I just overthought things. They just have to accept that if you're on a roll and you're pushing off, they have to let you have, it's like your right of way. Yeah. They have to yield. <laughs> or... Give way. Give way. Depending on whether you're from the north or the south. Yeah. Anyway, so we're tethered in the swim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're on the back of a tandem bike. In the bike, obviously. But the way it works is it's sort of very... Whenever you're, like, racing competitively and, like, properly as a visually impaired athlete, there are many, many rules Yeah. about the guiding. In that the guide isn't allowed to drag you. Yeah, they aren't allowed to be in front, basically. Yeah. And whenever you're running from, like, say, from the swim to transition one to T1, you, your guide can't let go of you. Because if they let go of you, like, you could run into the crowd. Like, you could just... Basically, it doesn't matter what your visual impairment is. You're, you're, a, you're blind. You're blind. And that's the way the guiding is... Like, if you're if you're not touching your guide, you're, you're basically dead. Yep. You don't exist unless you're touching your guide. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, so you run into T1, you change, you pull your wetsuit off, you put your bike shoes on, you run out. You have to be holding on to the bike. You can't just let your guide take the bike and you sort of run along behind. You, you have, have to, to have, have, your, to have hand your hand on the back seat. On the bike. Just... Uh, yeah, I don't like being on the back of a tandem because, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a control freak, but I do like to know when we're changing gears, when there's going to be big hills, and if I'd, I'd like to be able to pull the brakes. <laughs> Sometimes we go down hills and I'm sort of like, is this not a wee bit fast? Yeah. I'd be like, I'm sort of getting better at not sort of looking around because on Saturday 
around Castle Well and you can see the Mourne Mountains. And uh, Catherine was like, oh, it's really beautiful. You can see the Mourne Mountains. And I was like, Catherine, I'm keeping my head down here, right? I'm not looking around me because otherwise, well, like, if you look around on a tandem on the back seat, if you do anything, basically, the whole balance of the bike gets knocked off. And if you don't tell the person in front that you're going to move, whether it's to take a drink or to, like, swat a wasp off your leg, which happened to me, oh, it's, it's, it's... it really disrupts the balance because I didn't tell Catherine I had, there was a wasp sitting on my tricep and I just sort of went ah! and sort of swiped it off and she was like are you okay and I was like yeah there was a wasp on my tricep but we could it's gone and she was like okay I was wondering what was going on just the balance just got messed up there and I was like yeah sorry I just I just want to get rid of it and she was like no no it's fine it's fine and I was like ah! I didn't look up until we were going up a really big hill on the way back and I looked up and nearly cried because I was like, we have to get all the way up there. Yeah, no, you, I think I think it's okay to sort of look whenever you're going uphill and stuff when you're not doing big speeds. But yeah. I think whenever you're going downhill and you sort of start looking around, it really, like, drags. Yeah. You and then stay it... aerodynamic, i.e. looking at the person in front of you's butt. Yeah. But it's really nice, though, because sometimes whenever I'm on the back of a tandem, they have, like, writing at the bottom of their tricep. Yeah, and you can play, you can just play like, boggle or whatever yeah. and try and make different words. Yeah, I do <laughs> that. That keeps me entertained. Um, hmm, hub wetsuits. Okay, how many words can I make with this? Suit! <laughs> Wet. Wets. <laughs> oh, wetsuit. How did I not think of that one? <laughs> Hubs. <laughs> anyway, then you get off the bike into transition two or T two. You could probably make husband. Oh, you couldn't make husband. Oh, but yeah, you get back into T two and you take T two your- means transition, and it's just where you transition from swim to bike or bike to run. Yep, I did say transition two, and then I, I said or T two. Sorry. Um. So then you get into T two, um, and you take off your bike shoes, put on your trainers, grab your shoelace which is what we use as a tether, and then you set off running. So you hold one end of a shoelace. Yeah, and you just bail around for five kilometres, hoping that your guide warns you about poles. poles. My guide, Leona, is just coming back from injury, so her running isn't great. My running is my favouritest bit, and I'm quite fast at running, so that was frustrating, but, like, you know, you, you deal with it. I wasn't a fan of the ground conditions over the past three races. Like, it's been okay. Garden, I'd say, was the best because you eventually got to a road. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just... It's one of those things where you know you can run faster, but because of the ground, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to break yourself. Yeah. Um. So I found that, but... I mean, it was it was still good. Solid races, to be fair. Yeah. Um. I had a good time. I, had, I also had a good time. A relatively good time. First and second para-athletes... Boop, boop. All all races. Boop, boop. Um, I came first in Garton, and then second in the did. other two. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we roll with it. There's no better person I'd rather come second to than you. Same back at you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, actually, have you watched the? Have you watched any footage of the para triathlon in the Paralympics? No. No. Okay, well, Susanna Rodriguez came first in the PTBI so, Women's. Right. I'm not being. She's fun. from Spain. She, is she, she has albinism. Yeah. She's so white. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the pictures and I was like, wow! <laughs> it's so bad. I was, just, I was just in awe of how 
white her skin was. I think it's just in comparison to her guide, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was unreal. I was like, that's what I should be like, but I'm, you know, blessed to be in a disguise. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I can go around unnoticed as an albino. Like, in Tokyo, it looked really sunny. and that, Like, I haven't watched anything, but I saw pictures. Uh-huh. Why was she not bright red with sunburn? I'd assume she's very well... Like, she's, she is a doctor, I think. Oh, so she probably she, has... She knows the crack, so she probably knows to put on sun cream. I'd say any athlete knows to put on sun cream. Except me. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't, she... and we're just kind of like, it'll brown. It'll go brown. So she's a doctor. I think so, yeah. They told me in school I couldn't be a doctor. <laughs> so that. They told us in school we couldn't be a lot of things. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> <clears throat> they brought up our school yesterday they were like oh yeah uh, them comb twins um, VI athletes and they are you know former members of this school the, this school and I was I, I literally roared out why would you bring them into this um, I was yeah I was not impressed I think we said before that like there were some aspects of secondary school that were that were good there were a lot of teachers that were supportive but there were was, there were a fair few that were kind of like my main thing was they they had nothing to do with triathlon like, yeah it's we we got into like, that I think, after I think that's what annoys me I think if we ever get anywhere decent with triathlon they'll pick up on it and it'll be on the school Facebook page and stuff and it'll be like I'm sorry but you didn't we didn't do sport at school because yeah, we like, couldn't would it, would it be rude to be like take this down I don't think so I don't I don't want this here thank you like fair play if they say like. Former pupils. Yeah. But if they say anything with, we supported them through this. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not, yeah. Get out the front door. Actually, no, you don't even deserve it. Get out the back door. door. (laughs) (laughs) Russell White was there yesterday. Yeah. Doing a wee interview. um... Russell White, if you don't know, he's an an Irish normal triathlete. (laughs) He's normal. He's normal. Mm -hmm. Um, He raced in the actual real-life Olympics. And I think he came 24th, which sounds... Which sounds bad, right? But it is actually an incredibly good, yeah, a really good position to to end up in, especially in the Olympics because that's like the elite of the elite. Yep, yep. So it's unreal. Um, but yeah, no, solid guy. I enjoyed... He's a really nice dog too. Yeah, he didn't bring it yesterday though. But he was doing a wee chat, sort of. I suppose just as a wee filler conversation kind of thing. Um, and Chloe and Catherine crossed the line about a lap ahead of me and Leona and then they were sort of chatting to Russell being like oh there's a para-athlete and you know they have to swim tethered and run tethered and you know Russell was given his sort of view on this being like oh yeah it's 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 really tough and you know fair play to them for swimming tethered and never mind running tethered and I you're saying this right you said it was after we crossed the line yeah I don't remember any of that Maybe happening. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe you'd just run past or but something. In fairness, but, we were sort of chatting and other people but, were chatting to us and stuff, so but I wasn't kind of, really paying attention. I kind of, at that point, then shouted, What do you know about it? <laughs> um, it was whenever you crossed the line, because I was going to shout to you, Get the microphone off him! <laughs> and then I didn't, because I was like, What well, if they pick that up? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm not saying that what he said was wrong. I was just sort of like, Chloe's standing right there. Like, could you not... Just sort of ask her and be like, well, what's the crack? What do you think? Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, that's that. I'm really sorry. This is probably really boring for people who don't care about triathlon, but 
I mean, that's basically our lives, so, you know, tough. <laughs> <laughs> what else? We started doing wee reels um, slash TikToks, except we're not putting up on TikTok. We're putting it up on Instagram because I don't I don't really use TikTok. Judith uses TikTok more than me. But uses t- I watch TikToks. You watch TikToks. Yeah, that's still using TikTok. I don't know. I feel like to say using it means that I make them. I don't do TikTok dances and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah... Um, like most of the like, I get TikTok references, but purely because I see them either on YouTube or Instagram Reels. And yeah, so uh, yeah, we're we're doing Reels. So if you have any suggestions, fire them our way. The only way you can currently get in touch with us is on Facebook through Skit Twins, and also on our Instagram. Oh yeah, and that skit one. underscore twins. I think our mother's about to burst in through the door. I don't think she is. I think we're good. Well, um, I heard her shout. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was just a little update. We do plan on doing these more regularly. And next time I will ask Susan uh, for her questions and Les. Because they're our top fans. Yeah. But also if you have any questions and you yeah. happen to not be called Susan or Les. But we will fire up a little question box thing on our instagram and our facebook yep can you so they can just like submit questions at any time no well no but like you know the way you do it on the story you put up like ask a question we can do that like 24 hours before we plan to do a podcast and then it's there solid yes you know what i miss shopping with susan susan go shopping again but wear a mask and do it safely and also if you're driving 10 and 2 please thank you Hands the way, eyes on the road. Even if they're going to do a fist bump for you? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Do it in a, like, do that in a safe um, area. And, in fact, like, you can save the fist pump until that. Like, if you're listening now and you're in a car park, by all means, um, you can have saved it for now. I should have said that sooner. I'm really sorry. Drive safely. Anyway, peace out. Be nice. Be kind. Make good choices. Take care, be good. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.